things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Being Inspired I am Amanda Johnson, your host, and I am finding with this podcast particularly that I need to strike when the inspiration is hot, and inspiration strikes me at uh, sometimes the most um, (laughs) interesting of times. I'm currently in the car driving back from spending some really beautiful quality time with a very dear friend of mine. And I'm in the car, windows down, no AC, and I need to record this episode. So here we go. And I hope that the sound quality is bearable. There have been a number of themes showing up in my life, a lot of really potent lessons and Maybe it's in these times when driving or taking a walk that the theme is more obvious because I have time to sit with it or reflect on it. And what I really want to explore today is this lesson, this theme of what it means to be human. And again, um, it's been showing up in so many ways in my life for the past many, many months, um, more specifically the last few weeks and even days. And of course, we all experience what it means to be human. Uh, and what that means for me and what I want to look into today is there's a couple of key points. Uh, there was this experience I had a number of weeks ago where I was feeling quite frustrated with the behavior of some people in a um, at a theater event. And uh, afterwards, I spoke with someone and I said, oh, and I was in judgment and in some just frustration. And yet I was not the only one I could tell. And I, I was observing how people were on their cell phones, you know, during this event and talking. And, um, and in a sense, in my opinion, and through a lens of you know, discernment, noticing how difficult it was for people to just be there, be fully present and witness the event that they were uh, paying for. And afterwards, I got this thought because someone else had then mentioned, well, well, you know, I mean, it's understandable they're on their cell phone. You know, we we just have such a short attention span nowadays and we can't really blame them, blah, blah, blah. And I've heard other things like that in our culture where, you know, we need to learn how to market to people given the short attention span that they have. And so we need to tailor our message to fit that. And the, the phrase that came to me that evening was let's not placate, let's educate. And I haven't done much with that, except it's certainly still rattling around in me as truth, which is to look around and be observant of just how often we placate to our humanness, to our inability to pay attention or not be distracted. And 
I don't know if that is serving us. I really don't. You know, I hear about let's let's just dumb it down or let's just simplify things. And I've heard Marianne Williamson speak about this as well, that we don't need more people simplifying things for others. We need to start sharing the truth and yes while the truth may be simple quote unquote we do not need to simplify it we do not need to dumb it down we do not need to give it to you in a three-step process and I truly believe that because I'm I personally feel that we as a society as a um, species as a culture are reaching the saturation point. And I don't think we need to placate any longer. I don't think we need to allow people their 10,000 distractions and bite-sized chunks and make sure that they can consume it in X amount of time because that's all we believe they are capable of. And this rolls into another thought that I've been having recently, which is how often we use our humanness as an excuse. And I will hear people say, well, I'm, I'm only human, or, you know, this is just what it means to be human, or what have you. And I'm wondering if we are using that as some sort of excuse versus what it is, which is, well, it's the reality. We are human. We all are in a human vessel and, ex and living a human experience, yet I do not believe that gives us an excuse, an excuse to be in judgment or an excuse to live in fear or an excuse to treat others unkindly or an excuse to expect things from others that we think we deserve. Our humanness is our experience. It is the reality in terms of what we have been given. And what occurred to me is that I would rather not look at it as an excuse, but at worst, an explanation for what is, an explanation for our current experience, circumstance, um, how you know the, the fact, the reality that we experience pain and suffering and these things in our life, and so at 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 worst, it's an explanation at times that well, this is happening because yes, I am human, and at best, being human can be an opportunity for us to use our human vehicle as a way to serve others, as a way to spread the message that we are here to spread, the message of truth, of what it means to be divine and to be in this human body, which is different than saying, well, I'm human, therefore I have a short attention span and therefore I need something bite-sized and many. Or I am human and therefore I'm going to be in judgment and therefore I can choose to treat another human in a certain way. I think we're beyond that. We need to be beyond that.
And that doesn't mean we aren't going to experience being human. We will. And that's what's interesting is as this lesson, this theme, this idea is making itself super clear to me lately, I'm experiencing a lot of human things, death and suffering and loved ones who are going through trauma and who are dealing with addiction and disease and all of these things are happening it's human all of it and and I'm experiencing the the joys of life the wonder of it all and I get that part too and I feel this strong calling that we stop looking at our humanness as an excuse, but rather as an opportunity to share the divinity within each of us. Because if I weren't in this human body, I would be unable to do that. If I were not in this human body, I would not be able to do this recording or write a book or have a conversation with you or listen to you express yourself and share your pain with me. It is in this human body, this flesh, this skin suit that I wear that I am capable and able to do these things. And so are you. So our humanness is not an excuse to perpetuate suffering, to perpetuate victimhood, to perpetuate fear and lack and inequality. Our humanness is the opportunity to shine the divinity that exists within each of us to every other human being. And that's what I want to say about that. There's something else coming up, and I'm not sure if it belongs here in a whole other episode on itself. So I'm just going to start and see what happens. Maybe it's a teaser for the next episode. There's this other idea, concept, really clearly showing itself to me around, again, what it means to be human, which is being human at times is uncomfortable. There is so much discomfort and pain that can come from being human. And how quickly we are to want to put a salve on that, to want to ease that. And what's really clear to me is that more often than not, it's that we want to remove the pain and suffering of another. Now, I am not insinuating that that is in any way bad or wrong. What I am acknowledging and what I am seeing showing up in my life and in those around me is that we are so quick to get someone else to feel more comfortable because of how it creates discomfort in ourselves. And we don't want to feel uncomfortable and therefore we don't want anyone else to experience pain either. And I know I read this somewhere and I I cannot remember where at this time so I can't attribute it. However, I recently read somewhere that this idea of um, the reason we want to remove someone else's pain or reduce someone else's pain is because we 
are incapable of sitting in our own pain, being with our own pain. And if we are incapable of being with our pain, we will never be able to be with another's, which is why we are always so quick to fix other people or other situations. We are so quick to pass a tissue to say, how, how can I help? What can I do? I don't want you to suffer anymore. We are so quick to give of our time and our money and all of these things are beautiful and well-intended. And I don't suggest that we stop doing that. What I am becoming aware of is what is the intention behind it? What is the motivation? Do we desire to help someone because we are actually just uncomfortable with them being uncomfortable or in pain? Or are we helping because we see a need and we know we have something to offer? And those are two very different places to be coming from. And I challenge you to see if you are doing one or the other or probably at times both in your own life. I'm starting to notice that in my own life. Where am I showing up to create a situation that is more comfortable for me so that I can be more comfortable? Or am I really offering help because I know it is something that I was there to do? And I'll share this. It, it, in one way, I'm noticing that because I am in relationship with someone who, for many people, are are very uncomfortable with. He's an alcoholic and that's uncomfortable for people. It was uncomfortable for me and still is. There is something about it that is hard to swallow. It is not the norm. Um, it is not comfortable to be with someone who I don't know what's going to happen if he has another drink or what I ought to do in the situation or what others ought to do in a certain situation. So there's a discomfort around it. And to top it off, he is without a home currently. And that is uncomfortable. So many of us, to think about that, that causes us discomfort. We immediately want to save those people, to help quote-unquote, those people. And it, at times it comes from a place of love and generosity, and other times it comes from a place of, I don't want you in pain because that makes me uncomfortable. So where is that coming from? I've eaten with him a few times at our local soup kitchen, if you will. It's the place where they serve meals to the homeless. And I'll tell you, it was uncomfortable for me to walk in there. And there's a lot more around that beyond what I'm, I'm talking about now. But it was interesting as I continued to do it to witness myself become more and more at ease with it and at peace with it. That there is no reason for me to feel uncomfortable necessarily. It's okay that I do, but the only reason I was feeling uncomfortable was because in some way I was positioning myself. Like I was better than this. And then I started to notice how other people would would um, respond to knowing that my boyfriend was in this situation. And this is incredibly vulnerable for me to share because it is not something that I don't know uh, 
if he would want me sharing. So I'm, I'm speaking my truth and I trust that all will be well. And I say all of this because I am so acutely aware of how one person's pain can cause so much discomfort for another that they might rid them from their life or remove themselves or do anything in their power to fix it or change it or make it go away. And so not that any of those things are bad or wrong. I invite us to look at the motivation behind it. Why am I helping? Why am I removing myself from the situation? Because it could always be coming from a place of love. And sometimes it's coming from a place of fear. Sometimes it's coming from a place of discomfort. So check in with yourself. All of this for me has to do with what it means to be human. That we as humans are not here to make excuses. We are here to use our human vessel to share the truth, to connect with others, and to no longer placate, but educate. And with that, I leave you all until next time with peace and blessings. Pieces of the brokenness inside